Chairs No Waiting, episode number 757, Mayberry Pumpkins. Two Chairs No Waiting is brought to you by the fine folks over at Weaver's Department Store.crime. That's .com. <laughs> Drop by over at Weaver's and check out all the great things they have. All kinds of stuff we'll be talking about throughout the podcast, so I'm not going to go into it much here. Because Two Chairs is also brought to you by donations from listeners just like you. And so the executive producers of episode number uh, 757 is Brian Rose and the Patreon patrons of the week is Rebecca Spears. Hello, everybody. I'm Alan Newsom, your host for Two Chairs No Waiting, and it is always fun to be here and just spend time talking about the Andy Griffith Show with you guys. Uh, it's uh, This week, we're going to be talking about, well, hey, you know, it's the season is upon us when folks begin to start decorating for harvest. The harvest time is upon us. Hey, we start to do that. <laughs> And you'll be happy to know that you can spread the Mayberry spirit during this time of year with your very own Mayberry-themed jack-o'-lantern. That's right. You can get a jack-o'-lantern and carve it out so that it can look like Barney or Goober or Floyd or Opie. You can do any of those, uh, a pumpkin of your very own, and you can have those to show the Mayberry spirit out in front of your house or however you want to do that. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And there's another way to do it, too. So I'll, I'll give you that information as we go along. Now, all this information is actually found in the Weaver's newsletter. Now, if you haven't signed up for the Weaver's newsletter, I want to encourage you to do so because it's uh, free. Well, first off, it is it is completely free. So you could sign up for the Weaver's Newsletter and be able to get your very own copy of these things. So we're going to talk a little bit about some of the stuff in the Weaver's Newsletter. And uh, I'm going to give you this information about how to make a pumpkin uh, on your own. And I'm going to give you a little extra information that's not in the Weaver's Newsletter. That's right. So stick around. And uh, then we'll probably play a little bit of trivia at the end and just have some fun. So I hope you guys are going to enjoy it. So this uh, is the... uh, the October 2023 edition of the Weavers Newsletter. That's right. So this is the fifth newsletter from Weavers for this year of 2023. And it's the time of year that the holiday season begins here in Mayberry. Uh, the holidays, you could say, begins uh, the last full weekend of September for Mayberry fans, because that's when Mayberry Days is and brings so many of us together in Mount Airy, North Carolina, as we've talked about in previous weeks. This particular issue of Weaver's Department Store uh, newsletter has a has a write-up about Mayberry Days and everything that happened there and got lots of cool pictures. So sign up for the newsletter. It's free, if I didn't tell you that. You get an email, you use your email, and it'll deliver to you. Or you can head over to weaversdepartmentstore.com on the computer, and you'll see the Weavers newsletter right there. Uh, currently, I didn't realize till tonight, there is not a link to the newsletter if you look at it on your phone. So that will be fixed probably before the podcast comes out. <laughs> so anyway, go and check it out. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, for Weavers, since it's an online store, 
Christmas shopping season starts now. I realize everybody didn't want to start thinking about Christmas. I understand that because we just we hadn't even got through Halloween yet, and it's not even Thanksgiving. But because you have to order online, I want to give you guys as much headway as possible thinking about what you might want to order. So we'll talk about a few things that Weavers has to offer as we go through their newsletter. Uh, our newsletter. I wrote it, by the way, just so you're aware. Full disclosure, my wife and I run Weaver's Department Store. Uh, so anything you do to support Weaver's supports us. So thank you for that. Uh, we'd like to thank everybody, by the way, Mrs. Weaver, especially. We'd like to thank everybody that recognized and spoke to her during Mayberry Days. She and I are both very thankful for all the support you give to our online store and the podcast and everything else that you do. Thank you for that. And uh, we, we really do appreciate all the relationships that have been developed over the years because of Weaver's, uh, especially from Jan's point of view. She's uh, she's long, long been Floyd's wife, and now I'm becoming uh, Mr. We- Mrs. Weaver's husband. <laughs> Folks are recognizing Jan because they correspond with her when they're ordering things from Weaver. So thanks, thank you so much for that. And the Mayberry folks really are the salt of the earth. And we are very thankful to have all of you in our little corner of Mayberry. So go and check out over at Weaver's. Here, here's a few things before we get started on the pumpkins. I want to show you a few cool new things that they've got over at Weaver's because there's a merchandise update. So be thinking about these for either yourself or maybe somebody that you... Uh, you know, know that would like Andy Griffith shows stuff. We've talked about these uh, during the podcast a little bit, but these are Ernest T. Bass. They're the prettiest rocks is what they are. Ernest T's prettiest rocks. Now these are stress ball type rocks that squeeze, but it actually says, it looks like a rock and it actually says on the front, it says prettiest rock you ever did see is what it says. (laughs) So you can get one of those. And some of you folks that were, have been here for the live podcast version of the uh, episode will have seen me get hit in the face with a, uh, well, with a rock just like that. So I got popped in the face by Mrs. Weaver during the live show. Uh, she hit me with a rock. So that gave us the idea of buying these and being able to sell Ernest T rocks so that you guys could have one of your very own. So so you might go and check those out. She's throwing them at me again. <laughs> so rocks are coming in from all around from Mrs. Weaver. Uh, but they're Ernest T. Bass throwing rocks and they're squeezy. And uh, she left before I could throw them back at her. But anyway, they're, uh, they're pretty cool. And now I have at least three new ones on my desk. So congratulations to me. Yeah. <laughs> so go and check those out if you'd like to. Those are a lot of fun. Uh, the next thing I want to tell you about is another new item that they have over at Weaver's. And these are uh, more Christmas ornaments. So they have Christmas ornaments. We've had them in the past, uh, uh, last year or the year before, maybe. We had three or four different kinds of, maybe five, I don't remember, several different Christmas ornaments that you can go and get at Weaver's. And uh, so if you want to go and check those out, definitely do. Uh, There's uh, the, there's a, uh, there's a Mayberry Sheriff's badge version. There's a Deputy Sheriff's badge version. And then there's one that looks like the state of North Carolina, 
Uh, and these are in like uh, cherry wood. It's what this kind of wood is that they are in. They are made of. And it looks like the state of North Carolina says Mayberry on it and has the the uh, Latin longitude lines for Mount Airy, North Carolina, basically, where Mayberry is from. So you can go and check those out. Uh, and I think you'll you'll enjoy it. But there, there are several other ornaments, as I said, uh, that you can get uh, as well. Uh, I can't even remember how many there are right now. Let me look. I'm looking as I, as I'm talking here that there's Christmas, there's lots of Christmas items and there are one, two, three, four. There's four other ones that were the two chairs, no waiting, uh, logo. Uh, there's the, uh, there's a Mayberry sheriff's badge logo. There's a ho, ho, ho Mayberry Christmas ornament. They're all made out of wood guys. And a kerosene cucumbers ornament. So there's several options you could have if you'd like to go and check out stuff over at Weavers. Anyway, those are new. Go and check them out. And there's also uh, magnet versions of them. Now, I should tell you that they're big. These badges, the the Christmas ornaments, are they're four inches across in the widest parts, and the state is about six and a half inches long. So it's a lot. They're pretty daggum big, and the magnet versions of the sheriff's badge and the deputy badge they're only about three inches they're about an inch but they're still fairly good size so go and check those out if you'd like to and while you're over there hey the year's getting close to starting next year will be here before we know it guys and you can go and get your 2024 mayberry uh wall calendar your andy griffith show wall calendar over at weaver's and you could also pick up the 2024 mayberry flip uh flip book calendar it's a day-by-day calendar you can go over to weavers and check those out there uh randy turner makes these and this time he has done it's an all holiday edition i want to read uh i'm just picking a date at random uh let's go march 26th this is what it says they're all about holiday so every day tells you a holiday and it ties it to an andy griffith show way in some way or another so march 26th of next year is is March's National Crochet Month. So that one's actually for the month. Barney crocheted. When Barney tells Andy he's going to crochet an afghan for him as a Christmas gift, but he but adds he is going to ask Aunt B to buy the yarn for him. I don't like to go in them mitten stores and buy yarn. They look at me so funny. So every day, like the, the day before that, uh, would be March 25th, is Happy International Waffle Day. Barney and Cousin Virgil visited a waffle shop and vacation in environment. Anyway, it goes into all kinds of information. That's the kind of stuff you'll have in this day-by-day calendar. <laughs> and this is great. Randy spends so much time putting these calendars together. Uh, they stand up. It's got a little uh, wire frame that holds it up so that you can flip it over. And 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 it's definitely worth keeping afterwards as well. So both of these calendars are always great. So go over and weavers and get yourself one before they're gone. Cause they, they will run out at some point. Uh, next up, we got several brand new books, Neil Brower, who does Neil Brower's class. You guys have heard him here on the podcast multiple times, interviewing cast members, families of cast members, uh, just all kinds of people during the Professor Brower's class that he does during Mayberry Days. He has written The Essential Mayberry. Now, this is an updated version of Mayberry 101, the book that he put out, oh, 25 years ago, I think. It was a long time ago. This is the update to that book, and it contains the original book plus a whole bunch more stuff, more episodes, uh, more uh 
more episodes reviewed uh, so that you definitely, definitely need to go and check out that great new book by Neil Brower. Uh, I definitely want to encourage you to go th- that. The, the original book was Harvey Bullock and Everett Greenbaum and Sam Broderick. They had, they had done a lot of stuff about those. And the updated edition, The Essential Mayberry, it's called, is what it's called, Behind the Scenes of the Andy Griffith Show. He added scripts written by Jack Ellison and his writing partner, Charles Stewart. And he, he's got all kinds of great information. He went to the actual uh, University of North Carolina Library, where all of Andy Griffith's scripts are located, and did all kinds of research and was actually able to hold in his hands those scripts that Andy himself had actually held in his hand as he learned the lines for the show. Uh, what a, And it had notes in there from Andy and everything. Anyway, it's a great book. Go and check that one out. There's there's a new book by Spirit Walker. It's the second season edition of the Mayberry Rerun Watchers Guide. You need the first one and the second one because Spirit Walker did a great job of that. Uh, Randy Turner's got a new version of the Mayberry Travel Guide's updated version. You got the Everybody on the Truck is a story about the Dillards. Definitely something you want to check out. So it's, a, it's a book that's been around for a long time, but it's been updated once again. Got an updated version of that book. And then there's even children's books out there, guys. You can get a children's book. It's about the young Andy is what they are. And uh, this is the first in a series of books that's going to be coming out. Uh, young Andy Gets a Trombone is the very first book of this series. And it's definitely something I think you would enjoy. And uh, I know, I know it's uh, something I'm, I'm going to, I've gotten one of them, but you're going to want it because it's a children's book and it kind of goes into some of, it's based on Andy's uh, young life as a as a young boy. And uh, Dixie Griffith actually said that Jeff Dottie and, and Norm Schultz have captured the essence of Andy with their incredible sensitivities and stories of Andy and his formative years. And that's what Dixie wrote as part of the foreword of this book. So definitely go and check that out. There's a lot of other new books over at uh, Weavers that you would probably enjoy. The Gospel According to Andy, which is, uh, you know, it's just offers spiritual truths about Andy Griffith show episodes from season one and two. Definitely something you want to check out. There's a guide to Mayberry's RFD, Mayberry RFD. So if you just recently got the Mayberry RFD DVD set, that's just been available for a few months. This was a great companion book to give you more insight into each one of those episodes. So go and check it out. All right. So here we are. At the old Rimshaw place. Now this is uh, now this is uh, uh, we're going to start learning now how to make these pumpkins. So old man Rimshaw has been fixing things up around his house, and it being the harvest season and all, he's once again brought you jack o' lantern patterns uh, for some of our favorite Mayberry residents. As I told you earlier, he brought them out of storage for you to be able to download and use. Okay, Rimshaw uh, found it in his heart to light the way to the old Rimshaw house with pumpkins carved to look like his favorite deputy, the mechanic, barber, and, of course, Andy's favorite son himself. Rimshaw saw baseball hunting trespassers as he was looking uh, into uh, this world from the world beyond through that haunted painting above the fireplace. Yep, that's what he's doing. 
Anyway, it looks like those eyes are following you around if you go there, so just be careful. But guys, they have online here, you can download a Barn-O-Lantern. That's right. It's a Barn-O-Lantern. Uh, so if you're watching the podcast, I actually have one beside me uh, that you can see where I carved out the Barn-O-Lantern. That's right, guys. I have one. So um, now what I recommend is you might want to try this on a real pumpkin, but what I actually have it on is I went to Hobby Lobby or Michael's. You can go somewhere like that. And you can buy uh, fake pumpkins that you can carve. And so what I did was basically you can print out the Barno Lantern pattern. Okay, so you can print that out. And when you print it out, the there's uh, darker areas. Well, those darker areas are the one areas which you cut out. You cut those out. So if you do... With a real pumpkin, you can just cut out those areas and and do it that way. Now, what I did was I took that pattern and I glue it, or I'm not glue it, I taped it to the pumpkin. So you tape it on the pumpkin. So this would work whether it's a real pumpkin or a store-bought artificial pumpkin, but you have to make sure it's one that you could carve. So it's got... Uh, you know, it's not plastic. It's made out of a foam type stuff. Anyway, you, you'll be able to find those at, uh, at Michael's or Hobby Lobby or a store like that. They will probably have them. Anyway, you, you, you tape it onto the front or onto the side of the pumpkin where you want to put the face, okay? And then you take like a straight pen, not an ink pen, a straight pen, and you or something else that you can do it with, but you basically go around the outside edge of that pattern. And, and it takes a little while to do this because you got to go, it's like collecting, connecting the dots. So you make dots around the entire outside edge of the pattern. And uh, once you finish making all the dots, you can take the paper off the pumpkin and you'll see the little dots all the way around the pumpkin, all the way everywhere where it should be. And then what you would do, what I did uh, with a, what I did with my fake pumpkin was I took a Dremel tool and put a little grinder thing on there. And I just ground the skin off of the pumpkin where the, where the gray spots were on the, on the artwork. And what that leaves you with is a pumpkin that looks like a jack-o'-lantern face of Barney or Floyd or Ode or Opie or Goober. So you can, you can do that. It's really not very hard. You just got to be patient. And I would not necessarily, I did it first using a real pumpkin for two years. I did it for two years that way. And then I realized this is a lot of work. And so I quit doing that because <laughs> Uh, because they would go bad, right? After after a few, I don't know, a few days or maybe a week or so, they went bad. And so you didn't have a pumpkin anymore. But if you use a store-bought pumpkin, uh, you can keep it and use it year to year. Now, it's kind of big, you know, to store. But if you've got a place to store it, uh, you can pull it out. And honestly, you can set them around as kind of decorations in your Mayberry room as artwork that you yourself created. And uh, the only real problem you have at all is when you print the actual picture, like if you're doing the Barney, if you print him, you 
you might have to resize the image so that it'll be a little bit smaller or a little bigger, depending on how large your pumpkin is. Okay, so it's a it'll print on a, a regular eight and a half by eleven piece of paper, and so you can kind of judge. You you maybe you could print one out and take it with you to Hobby Lobby and kind of hold it in front of the pumpkin and say, oh yeah, this will work. Okay, or you're going to have to resize it. That is how you make a Barno lantern is what I call it, or a Floyd O lantern, or a Gubo lantern, or an Opie O lantern, and you can you can do that. It's a lot of fun. Now, what's not in the Weaver's newsletter? All that information is in there. The patterns are in there. So if you go and subscribe to the Weaver's newsletter, or if you just go to uh, Weaver'sDepartmentStore.com/newsletter and go to the October 2023 newsletter, if you're hearing this later. Uh, the patterns are there, so you can just right-click on them and save the image, or you can just open it and then print it directly from the browser, and you, you'll be able to print the pattern for whichever one that you want to print, whether it's Floyd, uh, Goober, or Opie. Opie, to me, is the one that's not quite as – it doesn't look quite as good to me as the – uh, OP or is the Barney and Goober and Floyd. Uh, but if you do them all, I think it'd look really good. Uh, if you have, you have all four of them there and maybe we can get some more of these over the next few years. Somebody will make some more patterns for me and we can put them online for everybody. But, uh, so that's how you do it. Another option that, uh, Lydia, uh, Rebecca, who is one is our, uh, Patreon patron of the week. I believe this. Yeah, that's who it is. Uh, she actually, recommended doing this you can take some glow-in-the-dark vinyl if you have a machine that's like a cricket if you know what that is a cricket is a machine that can take uh and cut patterns in uh in material like uh paper or vinyl and you can create this barno lantern using glow-in-the-dark vinyl because you can buy that at hobby lobbies or michaels as well i do believe and you can print, you can use your Cricut to cut out the, and then in that case, you're keeping the dark areas. So you're keeping those and you're sticking them on the pumpkin. So you put those on the pumpkin. So you would really put the whole thing on the pumpkin and then peel off the parts that, uh, uh, that you need to peel off. That's probably the best way to do it. Uh, Lydia would probably tell me exactly the right way, but uh, I think that's how you do it. And then you end up with, on your fake pumpkin or a real one, I guess you could do it that way. You have a glow in the dark face that looks similar to one that you had cut out. So that might be easier for anybody who has a cricket. Now I don't have a cricket or not a way to do that, but that might be a pretty easy way. So like I said, I use a Dremel and cut out the parts from the dots that I've made. But if you had a cricket, you don't even need dots. You just print it out and make sure it'll fit on the pumpkin and then stick it on there. And now you've got a glow in the dark version that you just have to put a black light or something in front of it and it'll glow out on your front porch. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So thanks Lydia for uh, talking about that. Cause she actually created some of those for the uh, silent auction that was held at Mayberry days. So that, that was pretty cool. So, all right guys. So now you've got, all the information about making your own pumpkin, uh, pumpkins, you can do as many as you want. Uh, if you're, like I said, if you're watching the podcast, you can see the one I have right beside me. 
uh, of Barney. Uh, and of course, it looks the same basically as the one that's in the uh, uh, in the Weaver's newsletter because there's examples of what they would look like if you cut them out. And uh, so, hey, some Mayberry fun. There's you some Mayberry crafts for fall for fall it doesn't have to be halloween it could just be harvest time so if you're not into halloween that's fine you can still make you some harvest time mayberry fun right so go and check that out uh folks there's all kinds of stuff going on uh, i definitely want to encourage you to go and check out the uh event calendar it's in the weavers newsletter but there is so much going on we got the mayberry cruise coming up it's too late for you guys to go this year but if you go and look at the event calendar, there's one coming up next year you could go to, uh, <laughs> excuse me, November the 2nd, Karen Knotts is going to be in the Cumberland Theater in Cumberland, uh, MD, that's Maryland, I believe, Maryland. Uh, then on the 3rd, she's going to be in the Warren, Ohio area, also doing a, her Tied Up and Knots show. On the 3rd and the 4th, she's also in Ohio and uh, she's in Lorraine Place Theater in Lorraine, Ohio. Then on the 8th, she's going to be in Green Valley, Arizona. I mean, folks, are, she's all over the place. Karen is getting some work done here in the fall. So go and check out the event calendar for all that. Uh, I just found out as I was going through the event calendar, actually, that she's going to be in my area in Scottsburg, Scottsburg, Scottsboro, Alabama, on the 30th. Uh, so go and check her out. Uh, the Dillards will be uh, in Bartlett Performing Arts and Conference Center in Bartlett, Tennessee on November the 17th. So go and check that out. And folks, there are all kinds of things coming up in 2024 that's in the Weavers newsletter. Go and check out all the amazing events that are coming up. Uh, there's a lot of information in the Weavers newsletter. Uh, this week or this month, which is October. We didn't do any news of cast and crew because there's going to be another Weavers newsletter coming out in mid-month in November. We're trying to get on a schedule of putting it out every other month that starts in January. And so uh, I'm having to do two in, in, in about a month apart from each other uh, to get back onto that schedule so that we would be publishing uh, in that schedule of January, March, you know, that way instead of February. Anyway, so there's chapter news. There's a little bit of chapter news. I'll give you that. Uh, but there's not too much in this particular uh, issue. But we did receive a recent note from the Blood Brothers in Macon, uh, uh, Missouri, the chapter. Uh, this chapter has been very active in keeping the Mayberry spirit flowing uh, west of the Mississippi. Their subchapter, which they have a subchapter of their chapter. That's how busy they are, right? They have a subchapter called the Mayberry Card Guild, and they met on October the 9th and learned a new technique for making autumn cards. So you might recall from our April newsletter, if you read the newsletter, uh, that this wonderful group of uh, put together treat boxes and delivered them to caregivers at four local nursing homes. And I'm sure the autumn cards will be used in much the same way to share that Mayberry spirit that they definitely have. So uh, thank you to the Mayberry card guild and blood brothers for that report. And there's also a nice picture in there from Mount Airy, North Carolina, during Mayberry days, the members of the online, I'm 
the who's been messing up the bulletin board chapter that's online and the two chairs, no waiting listeners and pretty much anybody else that uh, gathers online and has never really had a chance to meet the people that they talk with all the time online. We have a, we had a little gathering right after the trivia contest on Friday to try to put faces to usernames. And there's a great picture on there. And if you look at the picture, guys, it's not only Mayberry people in there. Colonel Sanders is in the picture with us as well. He's a great guy, by the way. Great man. A lot of fun. There's a lot of uh, great people in this picture. So go. And if you're in the picture, you know, check it out. Uh, I need to post that on Facebook or somewhere where everybody can go in and tag themselves. That's what I really need to do. But uh, send in your chapter reports for the next issue of Weavers. If you'd like to, you can send it at Floyd at imayberry.com. You guys here on the podcast have heard that before. And give uh, your chapter report so we can add it to it. And as I said, there's an entire article in here about Mayberry Days from 2023. Uh, talking about eating at the Snappy Lunch, the golf tournament. Uh, you got... Uh, you got Daniel Roebuck. You got all the tribute artists that gathered at the proclamation. You got talk about the Mayberry trivia contest, Rodney Dillard concert, the Bellamy Brothers concerts, the uh, the silent auction. And if you actually look in that picture, you will see uh, the photos, a photo of the pumpkins that Rebecca made and donated to the silent auction that with the glow in the dark vinyl. So there she's in there. And we also have from professor Brower's class who we mentioned had written that book folks. There's all kinds of stuff in there. There's even some behind the scenes photos from Colonel Tim's the uh, event. So go in there and read and check it out. I do want to recognize, I think I've done this in the past, but the Mayberry friendship award for 2023 was presented to Dick Villard at the Mayberry motor Inn on Saturday night, uh, following Colonel Tim's, and he is uh, he, he's well-deserving of that award. And there's a picture of him uh, along with some guy that used to dress up like Floyd. <laughs> but he'd taken off his coat and tie uh, to, as he presented this award. award. So uh, go check it out. You can find out all the information about stuff that's on the Internet, uh, the different Mayberry, the iMayberry community, Two Chairs No Waiting, all the podcasts like Burke on Mayberry, the Mayberry Devotional by Brian Rose, uh, and the Mayberry Bible Study Podcast. It's not made anymore, but it's still out there. You can go and listen to all those. There's all kinds of great information in the Weavers newsletter. All right, guys. So, wow, that's a lot of information for everybody. I know it. Uh, hopefully, you guys like that, and you'll go make you a pumpkin. I really, if you make a pumpkin, please email me a photograph of it, because I would like to see the photograph uh, so we can show it to people, okay? I'd love to do that. All right, so let's get our a uh, little bit of background music going. We'll play a little bit of trivia, and then we'll head out of here. So, Mayberry trivia music cued. There we go. All right, guys, you ready? Here's a few questions. Question number one, true or false? Howard wrote a gardening column for the newspaper. Howard wrote a gardening column for the newspaper. True or false? Okay, I'm not going to waste a lot of time. Here comes the answer. Pause if you don't want to know the answer. Howard wrote a gardening column for the newspaper. The answer is true. That's true. So give yourself credit if you got true. Question number two. Who placed Barney under citizen's arrest? <laughs> Come on. 
you if you don't know this, you've not been watching it all, right? Okay, who placed Barney under citizen's arrest? All right, that's it. Pause if you don't want to know the answer. The answer to that question is who placed Barney under citizen's arrest? Gomer. Gomer placed him under citizen's arrest. Citizen's arrest, citizen's arrest. I can't do it. I can't do it. All right, number three. Why was Barney placed under citizen's arrest? Because uh, we know who did it, but why was he placed under citizen's arrest? Hmm. That one's a little harder, but not, not really too much. I think you got this. Why was Barney placed under citizen's arrest? Uh, okay, the answer. He did a he he made an illegal U-turn. He made an illegal U-turn. That's right. All right, next. What illegal activity occurred at the Rimshaw house? What illegal activity occurred at the Rimshaw house? I don't think I have to give you uh, multiple choice, so I'm not going to. What illegal activity occurred at the Rimshaw house? The answer is moonshining. That's right. Moonshining is the answer. So that was number four. Number four. Oh, all right. Number, number five. Number five. True or false? Aunt B raised Andy. True or false? Aunt B raised Andy. True or false? Okay. So pause if you don't want to know the answer. The answer is, that's true. Aunt B did raise Andy. She raised Andy. All right. Number six. Who was Andy and Opie's housekeeper before Aunt B? Who was Andy and Opie's housekeeper before Aunt B? <laughs> I have to be careful because if I say stuff, it might give away answers. All right. That, here's the last read. Who was Aunt B's? Who was Andy and Opie's housekeeper before Aunt B? The answer, pause if you don't want to know, was Rose. Rose was the, was the uh, housekeeper. All right. Number seven. Why did Opie think Aunt B needed him in that first episode? Why did Opie think Aunt B <laughs> needed him in that first episode when he came out and she was out there by the truck fixing to leave? <laughs> Why did Opie think Aunt B needed him? Okay, pause if you don't want to know the answer. He believed that she needed him because, quote, she can't do anything, fish or hunt frogs or play baseball. <laughs> so that's right. Because she can't do anything. I'll give you that. She don't know how to do anything. I'll give you that, too. All right. And number eight. Number eight. Who owned a number one size chemistry set? Ooh, this is a little harder. Who owned a number one size chemistry set? I'll give you multiple choice on this. Was it A, Johnny Paul, B, Howie, C, Whitey, or D, Opie? Mm, did that help? 
Who owned a number one size chemistry set? Johnny Paul, Howie, Whitey, or Opie? The answer is, pause if you don't know hear it, it was Johnny Paul. Johnny Paul owned a number one size chemistry set. All right. So how did you do? Did you do good on that? Uh, hopefully you did. And even if you didn't, I hope you had a good time doing it. That's the main thing, right? That's what this is all about is having fun and enjoying yourself. So I didn't, I don't know if I'd have got that because I remember Opie, uh, by the way, I don't remember. Opie had a chemistry set, but I think and Johnny Paul had a number one size so, folks in the chat room, Kentucky Mike got all eight. Congratulations to him. There's several people in there have gotten them. So, all right, guys, the uh, that is it. Now, I do want to say that if you saw on Facebook the uh, the post about the Weavers newsletter coming out, there were some famous folks that were looking at the Weavers newsletter. That's right. Okay. I, I did it. Hopefully, I don't get in any kind of trouble for doing this. <laughs> Ron Howard and his daughter, Bryce, had taken a picture uh, when they went to see the new Spider-Man animated movie a few months ago, and they were standing outside pointing at the poster of it uh, after they'd gone. Well, somebody doctored it so that it now looks like they're pointing at a poster of the weavers newsletter and and holding out their hands and liking the fact that it's there <laughs> i mean i don't know who did that i mean it could be anybody but uh anyway so if you saw that on facebook because that's i think that's where it was it may have also been on instagram that may or may not have been somebody that did that <laughs> But uh, hopefully it got your attention. And yes, uh, there were people say, is that Ron Howard? I goes, yes, that that is Ron Howard. So folks, hey, go and check out the Weavers newsletter. If you haven't, uh, sign up and subscribe so it'll be delivered into your mailbox every month. Folks, that is it for the week. I would love to hear from you. You can give me a call at 888-684-8415. You can email me at floyd at imayberry.com. And uh, let me know what you think about the podcast or about the newsletter. Or if you make a barn or lantern, one of those lanterns, if you make one, take a picture and show us. Let everybody see how you did. Uh, Make us proud. So, folks, until next time, I hope you have a great Mayberry week. And we'll see you right here on Two Chairs No Waiting. Good night, everybody.